0: Thank you for downloading the Bangla Cricket Podcast. I'm Roshan and I'm really excited about this episode. Um, We've been spending a couple of episodes talking to people who have incredible stories and journeys with Bangladesh cricket. And I'm so, so excited about this one because I'm joined by a man who has played in Bangladesh in the 80s. He has coached some of today's stars. He is responsible for bringing cricket to a brand new generation of youth in the UK and he's even had a stadium named after him Mr Shahidul Alam Ratan thank you so much for joining me Thank you Ratan thank you for having me it's uh,
1: nice to talk to you
0: Well we had a little chat on the phone last week and since then I've been really excited about having you on because the stories you have are incredible and I really want to start from the beginning because you played cricket in Bangladesh in the 80s which I can only imagine it was a completely different world and a completely different time to the kind of, I guess, the setup and the and, and, the, and the, the kind of the world of cricket we live in today. What was that like playing domestic cricket, first of all, in, in the 80s?
1: Well, um, I grew up in a place called Mamensingh uh, in a, in a wall of one of the districts in north from the Dhaka. And Mamensingh is uh, one of the cricketing hubs, as you can see, because... Uh, a lot of Jomidas used to be in my area or Hindu Jomidas. And they used to come from, uh, of course, a lot of from India. And they, they rule this this part. And because of that, there was a lot of English uh, people used to travel from those British period. And they used to come and play cricket in in missing. There is a there is a cricket club called panditpara which is, I think, one of the oldest cricket club in Bangladesh. And what happens um, early 70s, uh, 80s, in fact, beginning of 90s, there were a lot of cricket being played in mamensingh Either MCC travelled to Bangladesh, Sri Lanka cricket team travelled to Bangladesh, then Hyderabad travelled to Bangladesh. They used to play at least one of the two men used to be in Mamensingh. And in Mamensing cricket also, they used to run a Pre league competition. There was a league cricket, of course, there was a pre league competition where there used to be teams from Dhaka Premier League used to come and play. So when I was in the school class five, six, seven, eight, you know, that time, I used to go and uh, watch with my friends. And then we used to play in our uh, our uh, goalies, you know, the streets, yeah, yeah. back garden. There was no garden, like there was a small patch in our house. Uh, we used to play there. And um, I used to go and watch people practicing. In my as I said, that it was a cricketing uh, district and cricketing place and where there's a ground called circuit house ground. It's one of the largest sports ground, you can say in Bangladesh, you can do three cricket pitches in, in one after one. Wow. And, and it, was, it was close to, by the uh, Brahmaputra river. The Brahmaputra river, then the road, and there's a ground started the huge ground. So yeah. on that ground, I think there are all music clubs used to come and do practice. Yeah, And I used to go in the afternoon and I just sit down and just watching people are uh, practicing there. I was just going one club to the other club, other club to the other club, just watching and I was just wishing somebody will tell, would you like to come and do practice? <laughs> Nobody said, you know that, you know, so this is how I, I, uh, I tried to follow cricket and I wanted to play cricket, but in very early age, you know, uh, my my father was the engineer. Of course, he passed away, uh, and uh, he he was playing football on his on, during his age in the school time, college times. And he used to always uh, tell not only me, my families, my brothers, that you have to wake up early in the morning and 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 go for a run mm. uh, to keep yourself fit. I used to follow his words and. Uh, Morning after fajr, I used to wake up uh, wearing my trainer and used to run uh, on the road and run towards the circuitous ground and the river from my house. So every day I used to do that. That was a uh, that was a routine. And uh, one of the days I was running and w- with one of my friends, this is just before the cricket season, early in the morning on the pitch, it was fencing with the rope. And... Uh, uh, I was just uh, start bowling, you know, that then there's so another guy was walking. I, everybody knew him. He was one of the cricket coach for one of the club. Mm-hmm. And he called me, he said, Hey, hey uh, little boy, come here. Hey, Bacha, come, Asho. do you play cricket? I said, uh, no. Do you want it to play? cricket? I said, yes. So come four o'clock. or I think he said three o'clock or four o'clock. Here is our club called County Cricket Club. We do practice. You come and join. That was the start. I, I I feel like if you're if you're up
0: running every morning because what in Bangladesh um, what well, Fajr played would be like five half five maybe uh, very early if you're up running at that sort of time I mean it, it's no no surprise that you ended up with that sort of level of dedication to exercise and fitness it's no surprise you ended up playing professional sport um, and, and like you say in a country which at the time football was the most popular sport I imagine um, so you played club cricket in the eighties. You started, in, I think, eighty five. If I'm not mistaken. Yes, in Dhaka. In Dhaka, yeah. yeah. I mean, compared to what you see now in Bangladesh and the domestic setup and the international setup, what was the experience like as a player? And like, you know, I imagine it was significantly different.
1: A lot of things, of course, has changed. That um, one of the things I think is a big difference uh, when we used to play. Uh, I think we we used to play for probably enjoyment. We we loved the sports. I I wanted to play the sports. Mm. All right. So that that was that was it. I think majority people probably didn't have that motivation to I have to play for Bangladesh or I have to play for under 19s. Probably they didn't have. But I had. Do you think that
0: is because the the setup wasn't as kind of uh, as prominent as it is now now you know everybody knows there's a national cricket side and yeah. the bksb and the under 19 right. so it it's there publicly to aspire to whereas i guess when you were playing maybe it wasn't uh, at the forefront of, uh, as it is now
1: no so when when we used to play i think uh, there are countries used to visit bangladesh which is um not even associate member countries that like, uh, team like mcc and uh, and we used to play unofficial test, three-day match, sometimes two-day match, and then one-day matches. Team like uh, uh, West Bengal, uh, Hyderabad cricket team, PIA, and and in odd occasions, I think Sri Lanka. I think after I think uh, late 70s, Sri Lanka when Sri Lanka got the I think ICC trophy win, I think they went to Bangladesh, Mandalavar Napura, Antonio Patha, all those those players they came and, and played in Bangladesh uh, that time. And, and, and uh, from Bangladesh point of view, that time you used to call Bangladesh Tricket cricket control board. So they used to have, uh, that time uh, they picked a team and played against those teams. Though it was not a playing against national team, but Bangladesh always represented as, as a national team. And this is one of the reason, and, and within a year, maybe there was maybe two, maybe one uh, of these games. And uh, only few people who are lucky enough, not lucky enough, there has to be good one, all yeah. right? But because there were not many opportunities, you know that there was not much of motivation for many players that, those days, perhaps. But um, as I said, that I had, in fact, before even soon I started playing in Dhaka, I, I, I set my own goal, what I wanted to be. And for my mentioning, at one time, there were six, seven players used to play for Bangladesh team from one district. Uh, and, uh, and it happened because of the cricket culture. They used to play cricket and they used to produce good players. And uh, because of them, probably I had that motivation at one time that I, I, I said to some of my friends, uh, fellow teammen, that I wanted to play in Bangladesh in, in five years. I made it in uh, I think three and a half years uh, since I said Amazing. that. And, <laughs> Amazing, in very short time. Yeah. but uh, which was which good.
0: That's great. What 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 are your sort of favourite memories then of playing club cricket? Um, because I, I you know, I, I see how club cricket is now, and you know there's still a lot of you know if I'm honest, a lot of criticism still of the domestic setup in Bangladesh in terms of the first class and the gap between domestic cricket and I guess the, the sort of international setup. What are your favourite sort of memories of being a player in that time in that era?
1: Oh my God, there are there are so much. You know that uh, as I said that there are so much with the basic things that we played cricket. Uh, even in Dhaka, when I came to Dhaka and play, we used to play on matting kits. It was uh, damaged mats, You know uh, when where do you stand? There is a hole. Uh, there uh, we started in second division and we played second division and then of course we played. Uh, division in the the environment was different the bonding was different bonding was it was more than a family you know that when we played together we hang around together we do things together Uh, even Dhaka in wherever we played so that was that was probably in this days is missing number one number two the difficulties that we face um, in terms of uh, the changing room the changing room was you know that Dhaka Stadium was good, but other than wherever you go, it was, um, uh, I will not say disgusting, but you know that it was not, if you compare nowadays and that, it was, it was nothing. We shared the gloves, we shared the pets, we shared the bats, we shared the helmets. Even I shared these helmets and uh, gloves until I played Dhaka Premier League. Uh, we never used to have the mineral water, I, I, I don't know, that time we never heard about mineral water. <laughs> What, what did you What did you drink in your drinks breaks? All right, during the drinks, but there's a bucket. There's a bucket coming. You know, uh, you know that in the toilet you know, we put a plastic bucket. Yeah. And you tap it, uh, it for the shower and uh, uh, cleaning the clothes. Just <laughs> sort a of bucket full of water coming with the lemon and you know some, some uh, something you can make And and there's a plastic glasses and you know you come and and uh, that was the drink. Now now <laughs> even
0: when you play marathon, well, same then.
1: Yeah, yeah. In the beginning,
0: yeah. And then gradually it came. I can imagine those sort of memories. Uh, like they sound like you say. I think because the because the facilities weren't there. I guess the investment wasn't there. And actually, what bonded you was ultimately the game. It sounds like to me. Like it was the game that brought you together. And those, like, it sounds like an incredible time. And if I'm honest, those years were probably the foundation years for what happened to Bangladesh cricket in the years to come, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. So in the 80s and much of the 90s then, cricket was, I guess, the second most popular sport behind football. That all changed in 1997. I mean, what was that period like as the transition happened?
1: So it was, it was in fact, the, the qualification was based on ICC uh, championship. That, that day we know that we are going to play World Cup. Yeah. And that was a moment. And I was in Bangladesh. The whole country was celebrated, and you know, people ran around the whole night, you know, partying, you know, university campus and roads and everywhere. Amazing, amazing. Um, and so
0: 1999 happens, cricket is taking over as the kind of most popular sport in Bangladesh. Um, and you move into coaching uh, with the national setup. Um, and so you were
1: were involved in, in, in those early test years. What was that like being a coach? I never thought that I'll be a coach. Uh, I had an opportunity to do a coaching diploma from India. I said no, I will not go nine months. I don't want to do that coaching. I'd rather, i if there is anything short course, and I would like to learn from England. And that opportunity came in 1996. So I applied, and they said that all right, you can come. And I came and do my that time it was a coaching award course in 1996. So five day residential. So I've done that. And I went back. before that, I was doing my coaching, I set up academy private academies. I was coaching some clubs, um, And then gradually, of course, when I have done my level three, two thousand and one, and I applied to Bangladesh cricket board, and you know that uh, I got a job uh, as a national coach. So mm-hmm. national coaches used to do different age groups, including the national mm-hmm. team and working mm-hmm. with the uh, that time it was a foreign coach. So that Dev Watman was the national coach that time. Yeah. So sure. I, I used to uh, work with him sometimes and I used to work uh, with Bangladesh A team. I was a coach for Bangladesh A team. Then I put forward to Bangladesh uh, under 19 with Richard Mackins. Then I was head coach for under 17 and I was running all those high performance things. And it was it was quite a learning curve when I started with the BCB uh, and uh, I really learned uh, quite a lot from our high performance program. Yeah, and we 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 have some some planning and we have set up some goals, and this is how we ran until two thousand and five six. Since uh, I left Bangladesh, and it was continued after some some times, um, but the program was very good. And if you can, if Mustafik Tami Miqbal, Saki Balasan, Mahmudullah Riyadh. These are the people who came from that, that high-performance program. All right. Of course, they were playing in the junior cricket, et cetera, et cetera. But if you ask them, they will say that that was the camp was put me where we are now. Yeah. So Sakib, Tamim, Mustik, all of them, they said several times. That was the another, you know, we had a goal. This is how, how we wanted to move forward. And uh, we drafted when we had some talented players. It was we are lucky, and you know, the Bangladeshi was lucky that we had some talented players like them who are still carrying the flag quite high. Well,
0: I, I was going to say, like. You know, you, you had an incredible batch. I mean, you you coached, like you said, Shakib, Tami, Mamadulla, uh, Nasser Hussain, Mushvik. Um, and 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 those are, you know, like obviously I've got so many questions to ask about those guys, but that they all seem to graduate around the same sort of time. That kind of, I guess, two thousand and seven, roughly. That kind of, that, that's when yeah. they broke into the national team, and those have been the same names that we've been talking about for the last fourteen years since then. Really, they, they've been the kind of backbone of the cricket team. In a way, it's, it's similar to what I think about the kind of Manchester United class of 1992 with that kind of batch of graduates, your Beckham's and Neville at the same time. But has it, has it, it has, is it a problem in Bangladesh cricket that we've not had another batch like that graduate through? Or was that just a once-in-a-generation
1: group of players? Well, I think uh, the batch that they had, that time, um, Sakib Tamim, Mushvik, I think everybody made it mm. uh, to the top level. And after that, Nasir Hussein Uh, And um, there are, there are, there are few, but one of the thing that problem was nobody sustained. Nobody was consistent for their performance. As I said that I left Bangladesh back in 2006 and 2006. Um, Though I am following very closely, but I think there is a disconnect between institutes uh, from the BKSP that, uh, that the players which are the, the players we named, the majority are from there. And uh, and the cricket board, there was perhaps lack of coordination, I should say. Uh, this is one thing. BKSP um, lost some of the good coaches they used to work there. Nazbul Fahim was one of them, Muhammad Salahuddin was another one of them. They used to work for BKSP, and then they moved from BKSP to BCB, and there was a vacuum mm. uh, at BKSP, so that, that vacuum could be fulfilled oh, by other people. So there are there are certain reasons that uh, the pipeline didn't continue the way it should have been. Uh, <clears throat> I think there is a way to fix, but, you know, we, we got a lot of good coaches in Bangladesh, but, you know, there are a uh, lot of, uh, I think coach education was missing, though they are doing quite a lot, but uh, uh, I think this could have been a much better way of passing those messages to the coaches and particularly the grassroots cricket. <clears throat> there is another thing is uh, I should say the missing is there is no regular junior cricket. There is a junior program for BCB, which is good. But it's, it's no good. Only there is a, one program. And of course, there is a problem with the infrastructure. There is a problem with the ground. But this could have been overcome. You know, that you, put the, you can play on the synthetic. That's not a problem. Mm. And another thing is the cricketing culture, I should say. You know, we all become uh, money-driven rather than uh, playing the game for, for the love of the game the umpires, scorers, coaches. Of course, everybody need money, but we need a lot of uh, volunteers. There are a lot of people who are doing without uh, financial benefit, but there are many, who don't do anything without financial benefit. And and this is missing in the grassroots.
0: No, that's fair enough. And it, it, you know, it, it's certainly a conversation that's never sort of gone away. And I think, um particularly as as you know the players we've spoken about come towards, I guess, the twilight of their career, um, a bit more of a focus has been put onto the future uh, of what the setup will look like and where that future will come from. Um, and so I think it's an interesting few years ahead for, for, for Bangladesh cricket, both the national side and the sort of setup around it. Um, so from coaching, you, um, you, you now work for an organization called Capital Kids Cricket. You are the CEO. Um, and through lockdown and through the pandemic you have brought cricket to so many children in, in like the most incredible way and please tell us about what the charity does
1: well this charity is set up in 1989 of course to to work in inner city london uh, particularly to the state's uh, primary schools uh, and and also particularly to the disadvantaged areas where there is a need to give support to the community so, uh, there are, uh, they mainly worked in, started in Westminster, and then Westminster, Camden, then Tower let Hackney, Newham, Altham Forest, um, uh, some part of Ealing, some part of Lewisham, Greenwich. You know, um, we worked with uh, all the county boards um, uh, in London counties, four counties. We work in the schools, we work in uh, Secondary schools, we work with uh, adults, uh, also in university girls. We do number of competitions for the schools. We have we are pioneer in uh, cricket in hospitals. Uh, we run cricket in five London hospitals. We do a lot of coach mentoring uh, through our programs. So that we have got uh, not we don't have a program for employability, but there are hundreds of coaches across London in different counties. They're working. Many of them started their journey from capital district. So, because when a young person, young coach, get qualified, they wanted to know, learn, uh, experience in working in school environment and working in ju- junior clubs. So they come to us and you know that work uh, along with our coaches in, in those environment and they gain experience and then move on. So, uh, so th- these are the things that. Uh, capitalist we can do and during this pandemic of course um uh, we started from the very beginning that we need to engage people and we we didn't know how long it will be but uh, we thought because it is the beginning of the cricket season we thought that let's engage with everybody and this is how we started
0: and the work has been remarkable i mean it's been international you've you know you you've, you've taken on this pandemic because sport of course is one of the most difficult Things to keep up, particularly in the kind of the early lockdowns, but through the use of Zoom and uh, 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 online technology and social media and stuff. I guess you know you, you've managed to keep cricket active in amongst a young generation, and that and obviously that that's you know that's an agenda that the ECB has and the wider cricket of how to engage young people with cricket, and you've done it. <laughs> you know? And for me, that's amazing. You know, and it's like, so the the, the work that you've done over the last year is incredible, and I was so pleased to see you receive, well, see you receive your flowers for it. Um, because Surrey County Cricket Club renamed their stadium after you for a day. The Kia Oval became the Shahidul Alamratan Oval. Um, congratulations. I mean, that must have been an incredible feeling to see your name up there on the sign.
1: Of course. Uh, I, I was so uh, glad that uh, I was fortunate enough to name it. There are many other, many other people, they could have named it, you know, that it was... Rather than it's my my name, it would have been good if it was uh, Capital District's name. In fact, I told them when they proposed, I said that, can we put our charity's name? They said, no, it need to be an individual. Then I said to them, uh, why don't we put our chairman's name? He was the founder. They said, no, this needs to be somebody who is involved. All right, so, uh, and and, uh, leading um, well. And uh, yeah, uh, it was glad, but again, I would say about the how I started, in fact, end of March, I think March 23rd, it was started, I think March 23rd mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And within a day or two, I thought, how can I do that? Uh, I need to communicate with people. I need to do coaching with the people. Then I never heard about June. Probably nobody heard about June it then. <laughs> no, it's part of my day-to-day <laughs>
0: life now, isn't it? All
1: right. So I... I called some of our senior players, not, not from the capital kids, you know, the type of people I know playing you know, different league. I, I called about seven or eight of them. I said that I want to try something. Would you like to be part of my guinea pig sort of, you know, I wanted to do a Facebook coaching session, you know, the Facebook, not Facebook Live. <coughs> it was, you know, a messenger and a live and uh, you need to give me the feedbacks, uh, how it feels, you know. And I took my camera, my phone uh, on my garden, and you know, I I set it up, you know, in, in somewhere. And and th- that, that was the start. I think I did two trials. I said, oh, that was working well. And soon after I found out there is something called Zoom. And and you know, yeah, yeah that, that, that is how I started. And you know, our, our staffs did a tremendous job, you know, and everybody uh, done something at home. Uh, I have done something at home, then we shared this is what how you can do at home. Uh, in the lockdown you can do it inside your uh, sitting room you can do it if you have a small garden you know and everybody in and we we shared with our group and it was it was quite uh you know i, I should say we 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 step step up pretty quickly
0: it was remarkable it, genuinely it was remarkable to to in in the midst of lockdown to bring cricket to literally the living rooms of children who were stuck at home, not being able to go to school, particularly, you know, only a capital kid's focus on, you know, the inner cities where it's hard to find. You know, I'm lucky. I grew up in the suburbs, so I have at least three cricket pitches within two miles of my house. That's not the case when you grow up in the, in, in, in the inner cities areas. So the work you, you guys did and do was always important. And for that support to be there during lockdown, but also take it to the next level is incredible. And, you know, as a British Bangladeshi who... Has grown up in the UK and you know have fallen in love with Bangladesh cricket. It was honestly, it was such a proud moment to see your name up on 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 that stadium.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was glad that and I didn't expect that uh, how how these things is going to happen. They said that all right, they put me to 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 date that put it in your diary and you need to be there at that particular time. There are two other cricketers were accompanying me. All right, so they were talking, chatting. You know, normally when you meet somebody, and then when we came and they are saying that. Can you see there your name? I said, where? I was just looking. All right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I was, uh, yeah, it was good. It was, it was uh, you know, I, I cannot explain the, the emotion at that time.
0: Amazing. Um, I, I don't want to keep it for much longer, but I guess my, my kind of last thoughts were, what where do you see the future of Bangladesh cricket moving on from where it is? Because it, f- it feels like, the current generation is about to move on and we are about to start the second chapter of bangladesh cricket we've had two decades we've established ourselves we've got to a stage where we're winning regularly we can win at home etc what is the next sort of 10 15 20 years for bangladesh cricket and what does that look like and what do we need to do to to keep keep growing
1: um, it's it's quite tricky you know um uh, from sitting down here i can give all those advice you know that this need to happen and that need to happen you know and if this happened, that we are fortunate that we had some good players that they had consistency last couple of years, eight, 10 or 12 years, all right? We got lots of raw talents. We need to maintain those talents. You know, that it's, it's very easy with the money and name and fame. Quickly, you can destroy somebody's career. The managing uh, those young people, players, is very, very key. And this need to start from very, very young age. And uh, I think cricket board need to play a big part on that. Again, I'm, I'm saying cricket board can play a big part. Cricket board played a big part previously. When Sakip people was there, we had British Council partnership with cricket board. We had language classes run by the British Council teacher in a cricket camp. We had leadership training. Trainer came from abroad, nothing to do with cricket. Within the cricket camp, they, they do the leadership training. These are the things were there, all right? I think be- because we, we are a test-playing nation, we know we, we could, we beat sometimes India, Pakistan, you know, we beat West Indies, we, we whitewash many. It doesn't mean that we learn everything. We, we have done our job, no. I think that pipeline needed to be continued to you know that nurture those education, uh, the culture. Uh, the way the cricket should be played you know that these things are, are missing I think there that, are that a lot need to be done um, in terms of I think I'm not saying that we need to start from the fresh we've got good talents in in the country it is high time we need to start immediately to make sure that young players start playing cricket rather than getting coached every day I know that that there are a lot of cricketers training 2 months 3 months and playing one game they need to play at least two games every after seven days of training wherever you play either you play with the tape ball but this is this is something uh, our coaches need to be told that these are the things need to be done i think it was nothing cricket board can do on the, on their own i think cricket board is, bangladesh cricket board is doing too much and this is what the problem is they need to give some Competition and some uh, different things to run by the different bodies, so that they can focus on national team, academy under 19, and maybe junior squad and uh, and the women teams. And rest of them need to be given to people who, who can run it. it. It's not a rocket science. It's a, you know, people learn the game by by playing the game, not for the coaching. Of course, coaching is very very important, but unless you you put your Uh, uh, Game sense training and that you put into practice, the game scenario, you're not going to learn. I think one of the biggest things, I think, uh, is missing the first-class competition, not on a regular basis. We need to make it stronger. If need be, you bring overseas players to give them a chance to play against other first-class teams. This can be done. Dhaka Premier League is one of the finest cricket league was there, but it is still there. This needs to be on a regular basis. And Dhaka, all other leagues, and as I said, that school cricket, junior cricket, uh, and there need to be more coach educations. I think uh, Cricket Board is still doing, but I, I think there are a lot need to be done. But again, in a nutshell, I think you can't pinpoint three, four things that this need to be done in a short form. There is a whole lot of things need to be put in place in and properly uh, to to make things happen. But I'm optimistic that our our uh, Talents are there. There are uh, really talented players. Again, uh, it it just needs to get the maturity quickly, and to do that, again, I should go back and say that you know that uh, you have to have a competitive domestic cricket.
0: It always starts in the infrastructure, doesn't it? It always starts from the bottom and works its way up. But you're right. I think I think it's it's hard not to be optimistic for the Bangladesh cricket team going forward because it's. It's been, certainly in the time that I've followed the side since the age of 12, 13, to me now, in the last 20, 20 20-odd years, such an exciting sort of period of play. The next 20 years, is for me, I'm excited. I am excited, so it'll be interesting to see how things pan out. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been genuinely really, really fascinating and interesting and really lovely hearing from you and hearing your stories and your experience and your thoughts, a real insight into... I guess where Bangladesh cricket came from behind the scenes, you know, we, we, everyone knows who Shakib and Tamim are now, but to understand where cricket started uh, from or what it was like in, you know, the early days before we were a test nation and to understand that kind of coaching setup uh, uh, that developed that the, the heroes of today, genuinely fascinating. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for sharing your stories.
1: Uh, thank you very much. And again, I should say that, you know, that we, we have a uh, diamond mine. All right. In Bangladesh, we have got cricketers' minds so that it's just need to be polished properly. All right. It's, it's really a mind. I'm telling you, I, I, I seen the cricketers in this country. I seen cricketers in Australia. I seen cricketers in uh, everywhere, in Bangladesh and Sri Lanka, when they're 13, 14, 12 years old. And uh, of course, i seen Bangladesh in 13, 14 years old. Some of our 13, 14 years old, we've got hundreds, very young, talented. Again. They need proper environment and proper polishing, as I said, and they will come up as a diamond for Bangladesh cricket.
0: What a remarkable thought to end on. Thank you so much for your time today, and thank you for listening to the Bangla Cricket Podcast, and we'll see you for the next one very soon.